Hi everyone, and welcome to the Beach Up. I'm your host, Deborah Walters. I put a fan in here, and it's giving me like Beyonce vibes. If I was blue. Anywho, welcome to the B Show. I am your host, Deborah Voltaire Kalanj. Thank you so much for taking your time to be here with me. Um, what a week, what a day it's been personally, like not in the world. I don't really know what's going on. I've been taking a little break from news, but I did hear some crazy news. I should do like, just like once we like crazy news alert. Um, so there was a group of guys who went out for dinner and they were highly upset with the service that they received um, at the restaurant. I don't remember the name. I don't know if it was enclosed. I don't know if I read it. I just remember like, you know, the funny parts. And um, sorry, this is like, you know, I didn't curl my hair for nothing. Um, so basically, long story short, these men went into this restaurant that they were very upset with and to retaliate, they put a thousand cockroaches all over the establishment. My question is, where did they get all these cockroaches from? So that was a crazy news that I heard today. But anyway, we are in the second or first full week of May. The weather in New York is bipolar. Last night was so cold, we had to put the heat on. And then today we have to put the AC on. So I don't know what's going on. Today is the 6th of May. Yesterday was the 5th, Cinco de Mayo. If you don't know, that's one of my favorite holidays ever. And um, I had a good time. We try to go to some places in Rockville Center in Long Island. I don't know whoever's watching, if you know that is, but the wait was like an hour. And I was just like, this is my favorite holiday. Like, get all these people out. I've been celebrating this since I lived back in New Mexico. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't know. Um, so we ended up going out and Carl and I, my husband, we had a really good time just going out to dinner and then coming back and chilling together. So I don't have much to discuss because like I said, it's just crazy. Personally, did it look like my gums is bleeding? Yes, this is the show. However, I still use this as a mirror. Sorry. Um, today we're going to have a licensed Cosmo no let's see i told her i wouldn't be able to say it. i'm saying cosmopolitan aka passing a drink but it's cosmo something you know beauty school, beauty school dropout and she's gonna just give us a little you know pro professional profile on who she is what she does and also that it's mother's day weekend coming up i thought she would be a great person raising a beautiful black son in the world that we live in today. And I know that from since she was young and to see her as the woman that she has become and, and flourished, that I think, you know, as young women and women in our thirties, we, we feel a little pressure of what we wanted to be in life. And sometimes when it doesn't go the way we planned, it gets a little annoying, but there's always a road for everyone. And I really wanted her to, to tell that. I really wanted her to be here so she can just tell us, you know, what it's like 
to be um, I'm a single mother of one. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Um, what it's like to be a single mother of one, um, living her best life, is she, she be traveling, and owning um, a, a foundation, a seminar for self-awareness that she has created, and the opportunities that she gives to other people who get to come and speak and give their stories and how far they have come. I think that's very important for women and mothers, especially. Um, and also she does lashes and she does hair and she's, you know, amazing. And then of course, we're going to have a little sports talk. So I just want to say sorry for the ghettoness that just occurred in the last five minutes of the show, but you know, it's, it's the B show. And I also want to tap in a little bit to anyone who saw the sports Hitler show yesterday, the craziness. And I'll talk that with Chuck for our sports time. So let's get ready to welcome Patricia into the room and she would definitely tell you what she does and, and, and pronounce it. Because apparently that's not one of my, my things, right? It would be great if I had a glass of water. That's me speaking to my crew. Agua, mucho thirsty. Oh, he has it right next to me. I'm saying get you one like this, y'all. Okay, let's admit Patricia to the hot ass, messy show that we have today, okay? <laughs> hey girl, hey, looking like a model. Well, welcome to this show, the B show. I'm sorry, we're here. Okay. Like I said before, you look so beautiful. Thank you, so welcome. do you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> no problem thank you so much for being here like i said to you earlier and um as i started the show i always wanted to make sure we do like a professional profile on black women and men and um first not that i have anything against any other race but you know this kind of really started with me because of um everything that has started happening last year with black lives matter and i don't want certain cultures, races to look at us as, you know, people who they consider the looters and stuff like that. Like, no, we're educated, we have jobs and we can do it all. And I feel like this is a great place to make sure everyone is seen and heard and and here you are. Absolutely. I love it. I love the platform you're trying to create or you that you are creating for us that no yeah, problem. we're not all look ratchet <laughs> or whatever we are and we can okay. be ratchet on saturdays and go to church on <laughs> sunday and collect our money on monday through friday okay <laughs> so yes so thank you thank no you no problem <laughs> well, let's get this started we're a little late but it wouldn't be all right for those who may not know you please let them know who you are and what you do i try to say license cosmo but I stopped there. So you know what? So my name is Patricia. I'm a licensed cosmetologist here in New Jersey. Um, I do hair and lash extensions. I specialize mainly in um, lash extensions. Um, yeah, that's my title. And I also um, host uh, seminars. Um, I have a movement, I would say, that I started uh, called Dancing Through the Rain. Um, we only had two seminars so far, two events, which was um, great. 
uh, so far, and I'm looking forward to having many more. Awesome. Um, um, yeah. We will talk um, about your seminar because I was thinking about it to myself the other day and I was like, why am I not on it? But you know, we'll let that slide. <laughs> um, so we got so much to talk about because you, you do so much. I'm going to try to tackle every single thing. First is um, what made you, because people who may not know, you were also in the army. I was, I served right. eight years in a reserve. Yes. And yeah. what made you say, like, after eight years, like, I, I loved it. It was great. Go America. But <laughs> there's something else out there for me besides this. So I've been doing hair and stuff for. Yeah, on the side forever. Right. Like I friends, know. family, and in our kitchens. <laughs> so it's always been like a thing. But of course, back then, I'm just like, that's not a career. Like, I'm not. Like, that's not something to really like go and try and pursue, even though like I did like doing it. I also knew that I loved helping people. So that's why I also got into the medical field. Um, but again, that really wasn't for me. Um, and then back in 2015, I went to uh, cosmetology school and it's been up since then. Like, and that right now, I'm happy that I... I'm happy that I did do it because I'm a firm believer in just uh, going after what you're passionate about, regardless of what it is. I and 100% just, agree. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very happy. I, I always like, say, and I said it last week on my show with um, someone who became a, um, a stylist, when your hobbies become a passion, change that passion into a career. And you'll yeah. never really be working a day of your life. That's how I feel. People be like, are you at work? I'm like, no, I'm at the salon. But it's a job, but it's like, I don't see it as that. Like, I'm, I'm doing what I love. Right. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about the eyelashes. So you do hair and eyelashes. Which one do you like better? I like doing lashes. I'm a lash tech. Yes. <laughs> and how did you become a lash tech? Was that, is that the same thing, becoming a hairstylist? Um, no. So I have my full cosmetology, which allows me to do just about anything. Um, and a lot of people are getting like they're taking these classes and then they're getting uh, it's not even that they're certified they're completing a course yeah. um, but I did complete a course with uh, a girl um, but being that I'm licensed I'm able to work in like if I wanted to like a, a, a salon or another like uh, more established you know like place because yeah. if you're not licensed like state license, you know, you, you, you can't really, you're not legally, you're not supposed to be doing these things, but right. that's enough. Yeah. So, um, I did take a um, class about three years ago. So I've been lashing November will make it four years. Yeah. I and I like the other day to get my eyebrows tinted and I learned something. Um, she told me, and this is for women out there and you could say she's wrong or not. She said, if she could tell me to tell, tell anything to go back to my friends is Stop getting your eyebrows and lashes done at the nail and hair salon. Oh, yes, definitely. Yes. So one thing I do want to, I know you asked one thing about the lashes. First of all, they're not damaging. It just depends on how and who you have doing it. Because um, at the salon, at the nail salons, they're just sticking them on. Um, the With like a glue. Right. Which I know some salons, they use like hair glue, which is like totally not healthy. 
But how I do it, the eyelash, because they do take about two hours, and that's because we're right, yours um, take two hours and theirs take 20 minutes. So that's a difference. Right. Yeah. Because what happens is like we have to isolate every single eyelash and put an extension on that. Whereas them, they're putting one lash onto like several you know, lashes and mm. our lashes, like our hair, like it sheds, like they all have different like growing cycles. So it's like yeah. if one lash is ready to come out, but the other one isn't, now you're yanking and pulling that, that lash that's not ready to really come out. And then that's how you cause like damage. So I, I really wouldn't recommend, yeah, the, the extensions from the nail salons. Yeah, now. I literally used to go because my coworker was like, girl, you love makeup. I'm surprised it's you don't quick. have- It's quick. Like, it's just something I would write. Like, if it's something real quick, you're just trying to get for like, you know, a night or something, but not to like keep no, doing overtime, you're definitely going to cause damage. Um, when I was time to take them off, I had to use like cocoa um water, cocoa butter, olive oil. They would not come out. And when they finally did, it was something I was going to take scissors and just trim them. Girl. It was so annoying. And then when it finally came out, I was left with no no eyelashes. Right. So I was like, yeah. never again. And then when I went to her, she was just like, never yeah. go for your eyebrows <laughs> and your eyelashes. That, I would go get them wet sometimes because now like I'll just like clean up my eyebrows myself. Because yeah. I did get my eyebrows micro shaded like almost a little over a year ago. I'm due for like a touch up, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would. Yeah. I would and it's, it's, it's worth time. it to spend the extra money, she said, because also for like health reasons. But right. a lot of people may know, not know that. I, for one, I'm not going to lie, I've not come to get my eyelashes. That's because you live in Timbuktu and I don't like going over. <laughs> but if we live close, I would definitely be like, hello, yes. here I am. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so. no, we got to get you in one day, though, soon. Yeah, I got to get my Lyft driver to take me over the bridge. <laughs> I'm scared to go past 30 minutes you know what? um what are some conflicts that you have sometimes with women I asked this to the fashion stylist and he said believe it or not and I know you do dread so you do men hair and you braid women hair you do eyelashes I literally do a little bit of everything I'm about to start doing yeah. um like body waxing like oh I really, and it's like I love being able to do it all but it does get overwhelming sometimes so like right now I'm just trying to like create like that balance between everything yeah like maybe like a Monday right. eyelash day Tuesday yeah yeah. Some, yeah 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 but um like I said he said you know he works with men and women and I know you do too who who is harder he said for sure women you would agree yeah, I would say so damn ladies we gotta what, like, what do you we like what we so like hardest? how we like it you know yeah. so that's why like I don't I don't take offense like I've had I've had people that might have not been I know that was one of the questions like that's that wasn't satisfied yeah um but I do try my best to you know accommodate them try to you know make sure that they leave happy but sometimes and I had to learn that in a salon too is like a lot of times no matter what you do because they're dealing with their own their own thing like they come in with maybe issues at home or whatever the case is and they're gonna say my hair lady that call her god because you come in feeling dusty and you need to get your hair done and you leave feeling like Jesus just laid his hands and you come in with a whole different attitude, you know? Yep. And a lot of people also come to just escape from their family. Yeah. And like you said, if one little thing is not perfect, like, all right, this is my time to blow up on this person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. How do you deal with that if that has ever happened to you? So like I said, I do try my best to, you know, for us to meet 
at least halfway, like, you know, um, I try to set, you know, make them happy. Yeah. Um, but like I said, sometimes it's no matter what we do, we can't make that person happy because it's probably not even about their hair at this point, it's something else. So, um, and then I also had to learn not to really take things like too seriously, like too personally. Yeah. Um, but no, I do try and go above and beyond, like whether sometimes I'm giving money back or sometimes it depends. It have to be like you really say, come be, back next time, something. I'm come back next right. time, right? Right. I def I, like I do like I, I believe I'm 100 customer service. Like that's I stand by that. That's so very good. Yeah. I'm like mm-hmm. you get what you pay for, and there's the door. <laughs> and also, like you have to stand on your feet for a while. I. I could never, ever, like, I went to go get a facial. She's like, like you said, you know makeup so well. She's like, why don't you do it? And I was like, one, I don't want to be on my feet for all this time. Right. Second, if someone doesn't like my work, I'm like, what? <laughs> I just couldn't, you know, I don't like critique. Yeah, so, so I, I, that's another thing so I'm learning, cute. like, beforehand to have, like, a full little, like, consultation. Like, show me pictures. Show me what you're looking for. What look, yeah. You know, so we can, like, all right we're both on the same page this is what we're gonna do yeah or whatever so, so tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about dancing through the rain so dancing through the rain really stems I like that from title. thank you so it's it stemmed from what i do so yes i love doing hair lashes but my favorite 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 part about it is connecting with other people like i've met so many dope people like I have this one client that I always refer to. Um, he came in, somebody referred him from the beauty supply store. And like, just by looking at him, it's just like, it was, he's not just my typical client. So then when I yeah. did have him sit in my chair or whatever, um, he's actually pretty dope. Like we we really connected and it's like, just being able to like, you know, learn and I also had this one client I'm sorry this is where it really came from this one client I used to see her around just around the hood or whatever and um from afar I'm looking at I I used to always admire her like she's always just well put together she just looked like she had it going on which she does don't get me wrong but when I got to I did her lashes and that's another thing when they come in they literally pour out everything like I know everybody's like business not on like you know being nosy or anything but it's just they come to like kind of unwind and you know so um after talking to her she basically like was letting me in on certain things that she's either either been through or is going through I'm just like wow like you make it look so good though like you know like she's you would never think that so it's like I had many different you know clients like that so it's like it's really like the thing behind it and I feel like I'm I'm also um the epitome of what it's all about is that life is going to hit you. Like you're going to go through things, but it's all about knowing that you're going to get through it. You can get right. through it. You just got to keep on pushing. So it's like, it's, it's raining. It's going to be a storm. It's going to get hard, but you have to like enjoy because it's a, it's, it's a journey. You have to like enjoy it, feel it, go through it, and you're going to get through it. And I also so. believe, um, like I would say, it rains, right? But like after the rain, what happens? It dries up and the clouds disappear and the sun comes out. So it may rain hard and it may rain for several days, but eventually it has to stop. Yeah. But unfortunately, sometimes you can't, you feel like you will never see that rain. Or sometimes if, you feel like 
you're ready for the rain, but you forgot your umbrella. So, you know, right. I, I completely understand. Yeah. Um, how so the first you- seminar was basically, yeah, like um, a women's seminar. I had um, many different, I had seven different speakers and um, they basically were like, you know, inspiring, um, telling their journeys, what they've been through, how they yeah. gotten how, like different, um, you know, advice sharing their, you know, what they've been through and how they can help others, you know, get through whatever they may be going through. Well, like I said, so you very inspiring. I'd love to be part of your third one. Yes, definitely. I got stories to tell. <laughs> um, I sure got several. I would have to sit there and be like, all right, which one sounds better? Um, <laughs> for someone who would like to be in the line of business that you are in, like, what would you tell them besides following your dreams and listening to your instinct? Like, how hard was it for everything like to get your license to get your hours oh so i can't say believe in yourself <laughs> well of course i would hope well, so no what i would because say you is- really do need that because especially in a uh, asian community people your parents may look at you like hey you know after you went from being in the military in the in the um health world they're like yeah right. right and you're like yeah then you're like <laughs> oh well now when do eyelashes well what? <laughs> right. like, like you what have to believe in yourself yes that part and just because for me um it was challenging because at one point I was looking at what everybody is doing like around in a community like we have it's like so a ton hard. of it's we have a ton of everybody up. does hair everybody is doing lashes um so it's, it's competition, it's, it's very competitive, but you have to try kind of have like tunnel vision and not like, yeah. you know, see what's going on. So I learned actually coming, moving to New York taught me that like New York, New York, like I love. The hustle is real here. <laughs> yeah. And nobody gives a F what you're doing. They gotta handle their business. Exactly. Yeah. But um, aside from that, what I would tell people is if you're gonna get into this industry, I would encourage, everyone to like do it like the right legal way like as far as yeah like getting licensed going to school getting you know the real official credentials because like I said yeah. everybody's doing hair lashes out the house their room like you know what I mean but make it official like go to school get because I, I just feel like that's important look at you hmm yeah, um I could say I see a complete like difference in you from when I knew you. So very proud. Of you. Um, so one of the reasons why I want to hear is also because this Sunday is Mother's Day and you are a mother. And to a beautiful five-year-old son, Black Joy. <laughs> but not right. only are you a single mother, which I when we talked when you were like, actually, I don't like to be called that. And I was just like, what? And then when we talked and you told me and I got a phone to you, I was just like, Many other women, from what I know, I could be wrong, and what you hear, right? Like, I'm a single mother, I do this by myself, I don't get no money from somebody else, and this guy's Debbie, and you were like, no, no, we're not saying that. (laughs) Um, How did you and your son's father get here? Because I, and like you said, like watching things on social media with celebrities or non-celebrities, that's always an issue. Like to see co-parenting go so well, and especially yeah. in the Haitian community, you don't really see that. Yes, you know, like our was... parents were not like right. I come from a single mother, 
And I know other people who come from single mothers. It's not like, yeah, we do dinner together. Yeah, we <laughs> go out to like, no, they're like, I don't want to see him. Right, 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 right. You know, and then that also messes up the kid when they get older as well. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. how for people who are watching, what are some things that you can say? I don't know if it was always this easy, but what are some steps that you guys made sure to do? Or I guess like, tell us a little about your hurdle, if there was one and how you guys made it to the other side of the rain. Anybody that knows me, I'm the peaceful. Like I don't do drama. I don't like altercations. I don't like none of that. So I feel like it was more so me choosing to just be peaceful. Like I would rather just avoid the whole situation um then choose to like just be about drama like I can't so it's either we're gonna like try to be cordial and like work this out or like nothing like I don't want to talk to you at all so we both like yeah in the beginning it was it was challenging um we weren't on the same page at all but over time it really just took a lot of communication a lot of like under trying to understand each other um a lot of agreeing to disagree but now I do feel like yeah it's um definitely gotten a lot better and we'll get better even be- even better and that's great for your son to see you know like yeah so it's funny you brought that up because at the last event I had someone um speak about um the importance of how we're raising our children and how like we grow up being a certain way because of how basically we were raised so course. Because I know like with me, all the things that I like, I'll deal with things at the salon or throughout the day and then I'll come home and I completely don't even feel like being a mom. Like I don't like, I just need a break, but it's just important to kind of like find that balance so that we're not coming home and lashing things out on the kids or, you know, cause they don't, you know, they're innocent. Like literally like they don't know like they don't deserve it. They don't remember it, believe it or not. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we grow up with all these emotional like issues, trauma, and all that stuff. So I try like so that was the main point of having her speak about that is because it's time that we, um, like, be more self aware if we're going through something. Um, figure out what it is, what we're feeling, what we can do to yeah. take away that feeling, not happen yeah. again. Yeah. Right. And I also think the big thing is separating your facts versus your feelings because sometimes your feelings take over and then you afterwards you're like, yeah, I should have said that. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that what he was saying may have been true, but I don't like the way he said it. And yeah, that, yeah. That's another yeah. thing. It's all about, it's not what you say. It's like how you say it. So I guess one thing that did help our relationship was like, okay. Cause I'm like, like I'll think and think and think before I say what I want to say just so I can like not hurt the person's feelings. And even though I've been told that I shouldn't be that way, say how you feel. But like I said, I choose peace over anything. Like, let me think about it first and then I'll come back and then we could talk and like adults. That's <laughs> better you than me. Um, <laughs> what are some of the hardest lessons that you you had to learn that no one warned you about about doing hair, eyelashes, running um, a foundation, you know, a mentorship and being a mother. That's four. So what's the um, hardest thing about doing hair that no one told you about? Like some people feel dirty as hell. <laughs> that what? 
No, I mean, all in all, like I said, like me not being, not taking things personal and that you can't make everybody happy. Um, what, what about um, lashes? I learned a lot of patience in lashes. Lashes will teach you patience. The hardest thing um, about having this mentorship that I shouldn't focus on because honestly the the mentor the the seminars are kind of personal like I did it because I felt like that was something I need like I want to be going to these women empowerment I need empowering like it's yeah. it's hard I it's totally hard. agree I've always said if I could I would come up with a little thing myself I wouldn't want it to call it like the glow up but it's hard just to get people to sign up like at the events um, I, I haven't I don't I haven't spoke like I'll just I'll go I'm in a crowd with everybody else I'm taking notes like that's what I need I'm not I don't have well nobody really have it all together but no I'm just like it's it's for me it's more like that's how I cope like that's this yeah. is like stuff that I need to kind of get by and get through um and what's the something no one told you about about motherhood giving birth I <laughs> guess I guess just doing your best because like even when I feel like dang, I'm not doing enough or, you know, I wish I could be home with him more or whatever. And like, and he'll yeah. out of nowhere, but like, I love you, mommy. Or like, he'll come and kind of like, just give that reassurance. Like, like you're the best mom or he'll say like little stuff like that. So it's like, just knowing, like, knowing in my, like to myself that I am doing my best. And yeah, yeah like I can't, sometimes you have to make that sacrifice. Like sacrifice is big um, when it comes to parent, yeah. parenting. Mm -hmm. If you could go back in time and tell yourself something that you learn now, like you go back in 10 years from now and be like, hey, I just learned something that will help you, let's see, 34, right? 34? Mm -hmm. You're 34. 32. Oh, I thought you were older than Carl. I was kidding. Oh, okay, okay. So if you were, <laughs> if you were to go back when you were, 22 what would you tell yourself something that you learned that can help your 22 year old self um i think it would be to like love and believe in yourself i know it sounds cliche like it's a lot of stuff that i'm also learning that it it, it sounded cliche people just talking but it's real like as far as because i feel like a lot of it like i could have been so much so much further I think if I would have just believed in myself back then like yeah. I was a lot of self-doubt I doubted myself I'm like like even the seminars I'm like nobody's gonna come but like whoever's meant to come whatever's for you whoever's for you, for you it will be for you yeah so it's all yeah. about just learning knowing loving and believing in yourself so I always end the segment with um asking a random question and my random hey. question to you is wait Okay, go ahead. You, you scared? Yeah. It's so easy. Everyone <laughs> always gets scared when I say it. If you could do any celebrity's hair, lashes, and then have them come speak to your seminar, who would it be? So it could be three different people because it's three different things. But if you could pick one person, Dang. who would it be? Dang, Debbie. Everyone always gets so stuck here one person who you would love to do their hair their lashes and then have them come to your seminar to speak <laughs> i'm really drawing a blank right now i'm like people will come into this like i i want it to be somebody that you could learn from right 
Look, I don't know. Eon Le. <laughs> she could fix, you could do some twists and some eyelashes. <laughs> and then when she's done, she no, goes, you know who I really life. love? Um, what's the other one? She has, I think, locks now. Uh, something Nichols. Oh my gosh. Her I last know. name is Nichols. I forget her first name, but she's very empowering too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Let's Google. My last name is Nichols. Oh my gosh. I want to say Jackie. It's not Jackie. But she's very, like, every time I watch her, like, I get goosebumps because she, like, her story is just phenomenal. Oh my gosh. And how she speaks, like, the way she delivers her message is just like, wow. Something Nichols. Are you looking it up? No. Oh, I don't have. No, I'm not. I was trying to fix my ghetto lighting in Carl Kulon's studio. Um, but I wanted to say first, happy early Mother's Day. Thank Second, you. Um, I said it in the beginning of the show and I said it to you in the middle and I'll say it towards the end. I'm very proud of you. It is very hard to be um, a mother of a black son of all and to not doing it alone because it raises a, a, it takes a village. And, um, but making it this far, sticking to your instincts, your guts and what you want it to be and what you want it to do. And the world is your oyster. And you have about 10 seconds to promote yourself and your business, not your, but your business. Okay, catch me over at Lux Nelson Beauty Bar. It's in Neptune City. We're located at 108 West Sylvania Avenue. It is, um, a full service salon. We do nails, hair, waxing, eyelashes, uh, just about anything, everything. And And, your uh, handlers? Oh, yes. I am on Instagram at transition underscore lashes, LLC. Um, And in the bio, you can like click to see uh, how to go about booking your appointment. Patricia Marie on Facebook. I'm not really heavy on Facebook, but I need to start going back. And tell but us all about yours. Um, if someone wanted to watch your past seminars or if someone would like to attend, they would be able to f- get all that on your main page, right? Fearless Soul? On Well, I, I kind of post on both pages because one is for like my New York people and one is for like my Jersey people. Oh. Not on purpose. It just happened like that when I was transitioning through uh, between states. But um. You, yes, we got everything, it. everything we have, yeah, we post it and then, um, right, the link will be in the bio. We were able to do it through Eventbrite uh, both times. You can purchase your tickets through there. The next event probably won't be until um, another three months or so. We're going to try and do it every quarter and try to like um, in August. focus on different, yeah, I'm different. I'm August. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sure. I would definitely keep you posted, Debbie. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate well, you. I was going to say, let me take my line. I appreciate you. Once again, ladies, this is Miss Patricia, and she's a licensed cosmopolitan. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> Look, let's go get a drink after this. I think you need a drink. Yeah, cosmopolitan. <laughs> Be like, I'm drinking what she said I am. <laughs> Well, once again, thank you so much for coming on the B Show. I hope you had a good time. And I did. Thanks for having me. Your flowers. No problem, thank you, darling. Honey. Thank you. Have I a love great you. Weekend and a happy Mother's Day. Love you thank too. You.
See you later. Thank you. I love. No problem. All right. Later. The ghettoness of this life. I apologize, people. All right. Now we are going to move on over to the sports talk, which I know most of the guys who are watching, that's what they're waiting for. But I just wanted to make sure, you know, we give a little love, a little the lighting is like all the way up here. So there you go. I got to go like this to be seen. Um, to give a little love to mothers out there, you know, like my husband always says, we all came from a woman, um, gave our love from when was that, or was that too far? Um, and you know, we just gotta give love to the ladies while we are here. And especially someone who, you know, when you decide, like I said last week, when you decide what you want to do in life, there's nothing no one can stop you from and what's for you will be for you. So let's get Chuck in to talk some sports and then I'm going to chuck on out of here because we're going to All right. Let's meet in Charlie. Hello there. Hello. How are you? Good. Thank you for being on time. I'm sorry I had you waiting for a little bit. It's all right. But it I usually to like here. to tell people to just come a little early because they're usually late but I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you. And, and thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. So do you like to be called Chuck or Charlie? Um, honestly, it's, it's whatever you wanna call me. Some people call me Chuck, some people call me Charlie. My mom calls me Charlie Boy. So uh, I guess don't call me that because I hate that nickname. Uh, so call me whatever you want. <laughs> but don't call you after midnight. Okay, so <laughs> let's get started on some of the sports. Right now, everyone's talking. The buzz in football world is basically the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Um, last week, I was discussing how he definitely was like, he doesn't want to be on the team. He wants to go. But now, one of his good friends, John Quinn, said they had a conversation. And he really does not want to stay with the Green Bay Packers. But I think he feels bad for how it's all looking in the press for him. And kind of doesn't want to just leave them hanging what do you think well I think both cases are true I think Rogers feels betrayed by the Packers front office especially their general manager like you gotta think about Aaron Rodgers is probably gonna go down as one of the top five top 10 greatest quarterbacks of all time and only has one Super Bowl ring like that's a travesty in my book well first and I would like to say you have to be careful after watching the sports hit list um yesterday you have to be careful by giving lists people take it very personal true true very yeah. true but you believe he will i i believe and when you look at it is the packers have had good teams and last year they made it to the nfc championship game but the general manager never made that all-in deal to go for it and become that Super Bowl contender. Now, now I understand if you have like a top team and and you and you lose in the playoffs, it happens. I understand, but the Packers needed a wide receiver. It was clear as day, and they never went for it. And I think now that everything has come out, I think Rodgers is kind of feeling that you know, I. I I don't think he wants his teammates to feel as though he's turning their back on them and saying, forget about you guys. I'm going to go win a Super Bowl elsewhere. I think he still cares for his, for his teammates. And I think his beef has to do with the Packers front office. And at the end, at the end of the day, it might come down to Rodgers or the general manager. And 
June 1st is coming up. So I guess we got another three weeks or so to see how this thing will end up. Do you think that right now, like, I guess everyone's in limbo. You would say Aaron Rodgers, what he wants to do. And so is Green Bay Packers, what they want to do. And sources are saying that now they're looking for a backup just in case he does decide to go. Do you think it's a little too pre, um, like a little early or everyone is, is right on course? Like, or do you think we should just wait for Aaron to say what he's going to do and then decide if we need to get add more team teams to the team or another quarterback or whatever position he plays? I think the Packers front office has to approach Aaron and say, what do you want to do? Like, just lay it on the line, flat out. Do you want to stay or do you want to go? Because pretty soon uh, we're going to have OTAs and then training camp and whatnot. So it's better to make the move now rather than later because the longer this drags, the the bad, the worse it looks for not only Rodgers but for the Packers as well. And I don't know if you want a disgruntled player, you know, playing on the field come kickoff in September. So – I think the sooner they clear up whatever issues they have, maybe they just need to have a sit down and just let it all out. I honestly don't know, but I'd rather them clear it up because the longer it drags, the longer this is going to become a catastrophe. Well, they're saying that they're going to be adding some quarterbacks for the, um, when they go to um, camp. So I guess that will be like a trial to see who can maybe go next to Rogers and they could compare and contrast or maybe decide like, all right, as a team, what do you guys think of this person or this person, you know, nothing's set in stone. But well, to me, if I'm on the camp, that means something's happening. Like you're not going to just have right. here for nothing. Well, the way I look at it as every team usually ends up with three quarterbacks when they start the season. And right now the Packers only have two and Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. So I think it's just them adding that third guy to the mix so i can see them bringing in you know maybe a veteran or maybe like not a rookie but a guy who's been in the league maybe like two three years tops maybe they'll bring him in so i think it's just them just adding to their quarterback room i don't think it necessarily means that they're going to be moving on from rogers but usually teams go with three quarterbacks. I think the Jets last year, they had three or four guys in their quarterback room. So it's just a common thing with teams. So I think that's why they're bringing in these guys. And especially if Rogers sits out of, of the OTAs and whatnot, you can't just have one quarterback on the roster. You, yeah. you need multiple guys. So I think it's just them covering their tracks and just adding to their roster. Understandable. Moving on along in the football world, we have Detroit Lions Frank Regno, NFL, he is now the top paid center. He got a $54 million contract extension. I would be happy with just like $54,000, but I'll take a million. And that makes him the highest player in the a play, highest paid center in NFL. Isn't that mad? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, and I really think it's a good move for the Lions. I think the NFL and I'm sorry is... To you, he's only 24. I know it's nice, like, right? Literally nice. set for the rest of your life. It's nice. It's nice. But I I do like to move for the Lions. They have a really nice offensive line that they're building. They got Taylor Decker. They got uh, Penny Sewell, who they just took in the draft. 
now they locked up uh, Ragnow for the next six years, if you include his two years from his rookie contract. So they're putting together a line, and that's where the NFL game is won, in the trenches, line of scrimmage, offensive line, defensive line. So I I think that's where the Lions re rebuild needs to start. And Jared Goff is their quarterback now, and Jared Goff has had his most, most success, which is a no-brainer, behind good offensive lines when he was with the Rams. So putting, to get, putting together a good offensive line not only helped them run the ball, but to protect golf, that, that's when golf is at his best and he can hit receivers. When, when he's under pressure, he, he folds with ease. It's sad to see. So I think this is a good step in the right direction. The head coach is a lunatic. He wants to bite people's kneecaps. And I think he's putting together a line that will emulate. Right. So he's, he's putting together a line that will do exactly that. Let's move on to the basketball world, a little thing that I know more about because I'm married to someone who's obsessed. <laughs> and this is someone that my husband vouches for all the time, even though I say he's like the new bad boy in basketball, Kyrie Irving. He was just hit with a $35,000 fine for not speaking to the press um, for the post game. And I feel like when I read this, I'm like, I know I talk ish about him, but the media has kind of, Put a bad like omen on him and KD and um what's the beard um Harden Harden as the three of them so he's probably like if you're not gonna ask me questions about the game anymore I'm not I'm not talking I mean correct me if what do you think they said this is the second time that he has done it and so failure to comply with the league media's pro right. uh, media you get a fine and it's not that much right it, I it mean has increased from the one that he got before, which was 25000 right. but they have the money. Right. I, I mean, I can see both sides of it in a way. I, I like Kyrie personally. And if he don't want to talk to the media, I mean, I guess that's his choice. But whenever I hear about something like this, it reminds me of school. Like when I was in class, especially with your husband, I think part of our grade comes from participation. And this is kind of like the participation aspect of class. And now I, I feel bad because you always have those shy kids in the back of the class who don't like to speak. And I understand that everybody has different personalities. So if Kyrie only wants to speak about the game or he doesn't want to talk to the media because they because they're just going to turn and, and spin his words around, I completely get it. But I do understand it is a business at the end of the I day. I would say that because at the end of the day, this is your job. You signed up for this. Right. Numerous basketball players sit and talk whether after they lose a game, win or game. You know, um, and it's like, that's your job. Unfortunately, if you don't like it, maybe you should get that written in your contract and they could take off a certain amount of money, you know? Right. And he also tweeted after they told him about the fine, like the money that you're taking from me, it should be used for the community and it to be helping underage people. I mean, unprivileged people. Like what, what, where is, where is this money that you're taking from me every single time going? And right. he said, in a way, the cockiness, like, you guys could do whatever you want over there, but we move different over here. And I was like, there's a reason why they kind of want you on TV. They want that clickbait. Um, right. Right. And also, he's kind of right. Like, you're not going to force me to do anything. That's why I came to a team that basically allows me to do whatever I want to do. Right. Now, I also don't understand why, like, if 
if Kyrie does do a post-game conference, let's say, and somebody asks him a question that he doesn't like, it, it, it's not like he, he has to sit there and give an, an answer to the question. He can say whatever the hell he wants. So why doesn't he just give like a smart answer or, you know, speak on whatever he wants to speak of? We see players do that every, t- every time. Or he's just flat out not answering, just say next question. So I just don't understand why he just doesn't do that and avoid the fines and being dragged by the media and everything. So I think there are, are alternatives to this, but I see where he's coming from. His you don't point is, me. like, we're here to play games. And he also right. put in the tweet, like, enjoy us. We're art. We're not here to do conference meetings or to be on TV for any of you guys. We're here to play a game. But like we said, it's kind of your job. So it's like, in a way, it's kind of rude, you know? It's like being in school and you have to do a play, right? And you're like, I'm, I, I did everything I need to do, but I'm not participating in the play. But that's something like when you're in school that you know you have to do, right? right. Or the Christmas pageant. You have to sing all the Christmas songs for your parents to come and see, right? So yeah, I I, yeah, I mean, I don't get it. I Like I said, he could just sit there and just say whatever he wants. It's not like he has to. And I get, the media asks dumb questions all the time. Yeah. Uh, the uh, just quarterback, uh, Zach Wilson, uh, he did an interview with the, the fan the other day, and they asked him about people saying that his mom is hot. Like, what? why would you ask the kid that? That's not what he wants to talk about. Like, that's nothing to do. That's a dumb question. And he did a good job, you know, p- playing around it. But that's like one question where I see where Kyrie comes from. He doesn't want to be, you know, ask those silly, dumb questions. Stick, stick to questions to what matters. The media does this all the time because they want the clickbait, like you said. So yeah. I so I can see it from the media standpoint. I can see it from Kyrie's standpoint. At the end of the day, I think he should just sit there, take the questions, deflect whatever he wants, and just go on about his day because it, it, it doesn't make sense to lose that money for something that, that, that doesn't need to be taken away from you. So speaking of Kyrie Irving now, um, everything that's kind of happening with him and the Nets being like the number one, we all know everyone is is anticipating that it's going to be Nets versus Lakers. But the way things are looking now for LeBron, do you even think he'll he'll get that chance? As of today, I, I still have the Lakers to come out of the West. And I think I need to see it visually before I have that thought changed in my mind. The like only before they were like number one and now they're falling down to number four. Yeah, I mean, y- you are right, but LeBron got hurt. First of all, I love hearing you are right because that you said that twice. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. But they they had the injuries and whatnot, so so you kind of expected that. The only concern that I would have is if they have to face the Warriors in a possible play-in. Because when Steph Curry is on his game, he's basically unguardable. And he's a guy who could steal a game or two, which is all you need to advance, you know, to move on to the next round. So that would be my only concern is if, you know, a fragile Anthony Davis and a fragile LeBron have to go up against Steph Curry, who was on top of his game, and and he could drop 60 in a blink of an eye and steal a couple of games. But other than that, in a seven-game series, I still don't think any team could defeat them as of right now. But I would 
I, I would still take them, but I could see them getting upset, but I still have them as the favorite, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like his stamina is, in ch- is fine, but the way his ankle looks, I don't know. And your ankle basically is like your whole, as a basketball player, well, any right. sports, right? Like we saw what happened <laughs> to Mahomes with his ankle, like for the last year, right? It was his ankle. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. This would be amazing for Lakers fans, but <laughs> but I really have to wonder: is is LeBron's ankle really that messed up, or is he just trying to throw like a smoke screen out there so people start doubting him and don't expect? You and know, then him all of a sudden, like like that episode of First Prince when Phil pretend he didn't know how to play pool. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. That was for you, Carl. <laughs> and speaking of Carl, I'm not sure if you saw the sports hit list yesterday. They got into an, a, a little intense argument about who's better, Westbrook or Allen Iverson. Be careful what you say before they come after you, sir. I know. I think this is such a dumb topic because of how it started. <laughs> it started. It started because the Wizards coach, the team that Russell Westbrook plays on said that he would take Westbrook as his number two point guard of all time. I think that's bananas because obviously your head coach is going to, you know, fight for you and say that you're the greatest in the world. We see that all the time. And, and I even asked Carl, I was like, Carl, if, if, if you have to sit there and praise your students or people in the hit list, obviously you're going to go, you know, fight for them and say that they're the greatest ever because those are your, those are your guys. And that's what the Wizards coach did. When Allen Iverson was in his career, I was still, you know, young. I was only born in 95. So uh, I know. So I, so I didn't, I don't have that many memories of Iverson, even though I do, I had his Jersey and everything, but Allen Iverson was that guy. Like, like he was phenomenal. And, and I mean, you could also. Allen Iverson made everyone get braids. I'm just saying for like, <laughs> Everyone wanted braids, a do rag, and a jersey up to their knees. And and when I played, I wanted the headband because of Allen Iverson. Not the braids. So I don't think I have the hair for that, <laughs> especially when I was younger. <laughs> but like Allen Iverson was that guy. And don't get me wrong, I like Russell Westbrook. I think he's a phenomenal player. He's great on both sides of the ball to put up and average a triple double throughout the entire season year in and year out is mind-blowing but I still put him you know as you know a top you know two guy as like the Wizards coach said I think at the end of the day Allen Iverson is better you can make the point that Allen Iverson isn't you know a true point guard but if you say that Westbrook's better than Allen Iverson is he better than you know Steph Curry is he better than Isaiah Thomas I'm not saying you know th- these are the guys that are in my top five but these are just the guys that are coming to my mind right now yeah so I think it was just the Wizards coach just you know praising his guy and nothing more than that if if Westbrook was on a different team I don't think the Wizards coach would be saying that what Westbrook's the number two point guard of all time yeah. in NBA history I think that's an asinine statement so I would still take Allen Iverson over Westbrook. I've seen Allen Iverson carry uh, a pretty average 76ers team to the finals. So I would still take Allen Iverson, the answer. And we have to respect the OGs at the end of the day. Exactly. Well, Chuck, Charlie, Charlie boy, thank you so (laughs) much for coming on my little show called The B Show. I really appreciate it. 
Um, before we go, I was told that you are a big fan of Chicago PD. I am. I am. Great I love show. Fire and PD. Well, 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 Fire's been a pain in the butt lately. Fire is trash. It stopped like three years it, ago. It, it is getting there for me. It's, it's getting pretty sad. Yes. Um, I'm a big Chicago PD fan. Um, I sometimes don't know who my favorite is because I love all of them except for the blonde hair girl, she's like, she's <laughs> troubled. Um, and I need her to get her ish together before she messes with my guy, Jay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I agree, I agree. But it's a really good show. A very, very like good it. show. Well, like thank it. you so much for coming on the B Show. I would love to have you back again. Thank and you so for much. all the guys who watched yesterday's show, he said it here, Westbrook is not better than Allen Iverson. Exactly. You can take that to the bank. And you may want to change your handler because they may come after you. It was it was <laughs> oh, Kelly say yesterday. I don't know if it was because single de Mayo, but it was a little Kelly. <laughs> like I said, thank I you know. so much for coming on my show. Hope to see you soon. Thank you ladies for having me. Good night. This is Charlie. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today's show was a hot ass mess, but we made it. We're here. Um this weekend is Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I hope that you have a great, great day. You are loved. You should be celebrated because of a mother. We are all here for all those who do not have a mother. You know, I know this weekend may actually be less joyful than, than it will be for others, especially if you just recently lost a mother. For all those who... Um, are trying to become mothers. This may be also a hard weekend for you as well. And just know that you are appreciated and and not to not to stop and listen to what other people say, you know, like you should be a mother by now or whatever. Um if you're not a mother and you are in a relationship, you know, just do like me and my husband do. We go out to celebrate that we're not mothers because have you gone out and see all those effing kids all over the place? Um, <laughs> and to my grandmother who's in heaven today makes one year that we laid her to rest. And uh, I want you to know that you are the best grandmother one can ask for. And I know you're going to have an amazing Mother's Day up in heaven with Selena and all those people. I'm a little jealous of that. Um, but God, don't, I don't, I'm not saying I want to go, right? Um, so thank you so much to Patricia. Thank you to Chuck. Thank you to all the people who watched the show with me today. Thank you. I really appreciate Mike Phillips just tuned in and um, the show was about to end. But I would just like to say to Mike Phillips that Chuck said AI is better. So I think it was just Anthony Mullen that was enjoying too many margaritas. Uh, Patricia, I love you too. No problem. Thank you for being on the show. To all the mothers, like I said, this weekend is your weekend. Get you your gifts, your Louis, your, your hair done, your nails done, make them pay for it all. And then don't even show the bill. If the bill's like 100, tell them more, it's 250. Keep that extra change. Tips of debt. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, be you, do you, for you. This is Deborah Voltaire Collange. I'm checking out. This is the B Show. Please make sure to watch the Sports Hit List live on Wednesdays, sometimes at four, 
sometimes at five. Make sure you watch Smoking Mirrors Monday and Fridays at 12 o'clock. And make sure you watch Fackle's show. I don't know when it is. He never invited me. But make sure you watch his show as, as well. And everyone, have a great week. You know what I'm saying? Bye. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.